What is going on, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Daily Energy Newsbeat Stand-Up here on this gorgeous Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. As always, I am your home location here in Dallas, Texas, rocking a solo show today. Stu is out on assignment, so we wish him well. He will be back tomorrow rocking a solo show. I am en route um, to the greatest place in the world, Denver, Colorado. Um, we'll be attempting to go downtown and and, and, and party. Um, congrats to the Denver Nuggets, first off. Um, I'd be remiss to say um, our first championship um, ever as, a, as an organization. Uh, I'm a local Denver guy. Um, it's been a great Really like six, seven years for us, even going back to 2015 when we won the Super Bowl with Peyton Manning, going back even to 2013, those Super Bowls. And then the, the you know, we've got the Avs um, obviously winning last year and then the Nuggets winning this year. It's been it's been pretty awesome um, to see all the success prime time coming to I see you. So a uh, great time in Colorado sports. So I'm fired up. I will be back there on um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, be back Sunday so that I will be in the seat ready to deliver you guys the news. Um, Stu will take care of you tomorrow. So um, you can suffer through one of his solo shows, much like you're about to suffer through this. I'm going to keep it pretty short today. You know, we officially uh, passed the debt ceiling deal up in Washington. So I think it's again, one more helpful time to kind of look back and say, okay, what was in it? What's not in it? What do we think the the, the situation moving forward is um, specifically for oil and gas producers? Um, Stu's got a nice article that we'll cover. Um, and then next thing we'll do is 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 come back here to the state of Texas. Um, they had a really interesting, you know, um, decision title. The article is fossil fuels got a boost from lawmakers aiming to fix. Texas grid while renewables energy escaped stricter regulations. Uh, they went ahead and had a huge um, Senate debate. Multiple bills either got passed or failed. And and and, and we'll see who came out on top. Um, great article that covers that. I'll pop over and cover a little bit about what happened on oil prices today. We're all the way up to uh, $69. Yeah. Hey, whoo. Um, and then that's really it. We did see the API drop their estimates for the, the EIA numbers. So I'll cover all that and a bag of chips in my segment. But first, guys, as always, check us out. World's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. Both these articles that I'm about to cover are courtesy of that website. Stu does a great job of maintaining that and making sure it's updated with all of your top-line energy news. Dashboard.energynewsbeat.com, the best place for all your energy news. We are rapidly rolling out V2. We have actually got a landing page coming your way. So very quickly here, we're going to have the link in the description below where you can sign up for version two um, and get some early access, which is going to be great because that dashboard is really the best data on the market. It's definitely at some point going to cost, you know, if you, if you get in now, you might be able to, uh, what do you say, get some uh, long-term free and early subscriber access. So that when this thing becomes $3,000 a month, you pay a hundred or something. Who knows? We'll see. We're teams hard at work at that. Um, but let's go ahead and dive into today's show. I think the best place to start really is 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 with this debt deal. You know, we saw that get cut uh, officially passed yesterday. You know, to kind of rewind a second, the the fallout specifically for the oil and gas and and energy business was really the the regulation surrounding NEPA. NEPA stands for the National Environmental Policy Act, and and one of the things that was included in this debt ceiling negotiation from the Republican side of the aisle was, hey, if we're going to have all of this spending for renewable energy, and this was also a position taken by some of the Democrats, we need to make large-scale energy projects permit quicker. And so what 
what what happens under these new rules is NEPA is now basically attempting to streamline and make sure that multiple agencies aren't really all three doing the same job, you know, particularly um, their attempt, you know, particularly the agreement to approve the Mountain Valley pipeline in West Virginia to Virginia has gotten the Sierra Club all riled up. I could spend, you know, we could spend all the time in the world and I'm not the one to talk about the political fallout from the debt ceiling. Stu will do that and probably scare us all. What I look at it is large scale energy projects need a level of regulation, but they don't need the level of regulation that they've always had. I think I talked about this in a previous solo show. I mean, the, the NEPA process is absolutely insane. You're talking about wells, to, you know, if you're talking about mines, you know, years in this process, pipelines, years in this process, large scale offshore wind, years in this process. And, and I'm down for cutting that time down. Now, I think, you know, they'll always find a way to regulate or, you know, to regulate through legislation or legislate through regulation, excuse me. But I think it's going to be, it's it's going to be very fascinating about how these new rules are applied. I can guarantee you there's some consultants, there's some regulatory consultants running around now in the energy business, reading whatever these documents are. You know, again, when your companies like, when your clubs like Sierra Club and, you know, the Center for Biological Diversity come out and are against it. I mean, that tells you all you need to know about where the rules are taken. This is going to apply not just for large scale energy projects like pipelines, but it's probably going to help get oil and gas fields developed, no doubt. So um, I think all in all, if you're in the oil and gas business where I am, um, the, the, this is going to be helpful. I think if you're in the midstream business, it's going to be helpful. I think if you're in the mining and metals business, this is going to be helpful. I think if they're renewables business, it's going to help you again. They want slow regulations. It's clear. You read this article. I didn't even mention the title of the article. Texas producers hope debt limit puts oil and gas projects on the fast track. See, that's how bad I am when I'm doing these solo shows. Um, I didn't even get to the article title at the end. But I say all that to say the debt deal, I think, is good for oil and gas. It's good for energy, all types of energy. I'm, I'm all about streamlining regulations um, and, and, and go from there. You know, Texas... At the same time of this little national battle going on with the debt ceiling, Texas um, within its own borders was having sort of a battle. Obviously, there's this stuff going on with the attorney general. We're not going to dive into all of that. But really, it was these a slew of Senate bills, which were attempting to do a lot of different stuff. So first off, we had, I mean, you had a slew of things. You had Senate Bill 258. You had Senate Bill 1017. You had Senate Bill 1860 and House Bill 33. So let's let's start with what those bills are and what they were. So these were all surrounding, again, title of the article, Fossil Fuels Got a Boost from Lawmakers Aiming to Fix Texas Grid While Renewables Energy Escape Stricter Regulation. So this fight directly is going on specifically about how do we regulate the oil, how do we regulate the energy business moving forward? And these four bills, um, one of them which failed, two of them which passed, mainly were requiring more electric. So Senate Bill 258 included a one percent energy efficient goal on replacing items. You know the quote by State Representative Rafael Anquia, Democrat from Dallas, energy efficient efficiency programs are the really the lowest cost solution to energy waste. You know, as much as I don't like to agree with a Democrat, he's probably right um, on that standpoint. They really are when you look at sort of the large scale. You either have to replace, you know, replacing you know appliances is a very from an economic standpoint 
looks very good. I mean, you have to think about, you know, how did we cut down on smog in LA? Well, we, 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 we put catalytic converters on, you know, we, 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 we completely rechanged tailpipe designs and in 10 years, well, we, we, we got rid of it all. So I think when you talk about what are ways to cut energy of, you know, to cut emissions, I'm all for upgrading and going to more efficient appliances. You're not going to see any faults there. I do, again, think the real question is who's going to pay for that? If you're going to push out all these, you know, higher cost thing, higher cost items onto um, folks, who's going to pay for that? Any, t- you know, everyone's got to go buy a new fridge, you know, but time to get in the fridge business. Here's what did pass though. We've got Senate bill 1080, Blocks cities from adopting ordinances that prohibit engines based on their fuel sources starting September 1st. We've got another bill, 1860, targeting a, quote, proposed climate charter in El Paso, quote unquote, Proposition K, which El Paso residents voted down early in May, would have amended the city's charter to create aggressive renewable energy goals and make controlling carbon emissions a cornerstone of major city decisions. The Senate bill, which is still awaiting approval by the governor, is going ahead and require the city to get permission from the legislator before approving changes. Basically, the opposite of what Colorado did, which was give all the power to the cities. Texas, in classic, in in what I would say, non-Texas fashion, taking power for themselves. And I just joking all that is Texas pride themselves as a freedom country when they're now consolidating all the power. So um, it does crack me up a little bit, but I think it's smart to have one body that can do it. I think you start having multiple different sets of rules. It gets actually great. So this is what we're seeing in Colorado. It's extremely difficult to permit wells because of this exact reason. So, you know, I think one of the interesting things this article points out, they, they ignore extreme heat. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that, that, that I'm someone who should be you know, espouging on heat. I don't, I do horrible in heat. This will be my first actual Texas summer and I'm, I'm, I will die. So yeah, I think there should have been something in here to specifically make me cooler, but they, this article does go to point out that we did ignore extreme heat. But again, you, you, you see where the tides are turning on all of this stuff, you know, it's there's a lot of other stuff in this bill. It's funny trying to install air conditioning in prisons. I mean, I'm for that. You know, I don't think we should be like heating, like smoking prisoners out of uh, of jail cells just because there's no uh, air conditioning. So maybe figure out a way to allocate some money there. But there's some interesting things in there. We did see a lot of environmental justice proposals. So big day in the Texas um, Senate and House. A lot of these bills are going to to Governor Abbott to sign. But, you know, again, right. The theme seemed to be people are getting to the point of regulations are rolling back. I mean, let's quickly go over and cover what's going on in the oil and gas markets. You know, we did see prices rise about three, four percentage points. Currently um, time stands about uh, 545 here on the 13th. And, you know, we've got oil trading 6914 and really, you know, you know, if you go to Reuters, they're going to tell you that, you know, China cut rates. So, you know, more, st- you know, if, if they're now going to stint, you know, need to start doing quantitative easing in their markets, it's only going to, you know, continue to flow the cheap goods. So it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, we can thank Xi Jinping um, for today's news on um, today's oils price. You know, we, we, we did see about a 1.4 million barrel build from the crude oil or an estimated crude oil uh, reserve rise. EIA will confirm that number tomorrow. API dropped their estimate today. So, you know, even on the back of that, you know, again, the financial markets are driving where crude oil goes. Um, China cutting their overall interest rates, which, you know, hey, they're doing the same thing we're doing. So at least we're all going down the same spiral circle. But I'm going to let you guys get out of here. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. Um, Please check us out. World's greatest website, www.energynewsbeat.com. For Stuart Turley, I'm Michael Tanner. We'll see you tomorrow, folks.